And now Horn. Stewart wants it. And looks for Amakechi! Hello Blues, uh, how are you? Um, thank you for joining us again on the Grand Old Team podcast. Before we get started with this interview with James Vaughan, just as a caveat, I just want to say I got 10 minutes with James, unfortunately. Um, I would have liked more time with him, however that was all that, that Wigan could give us before he started training, so um, I probably didn't go into as much detail as I would have liked in a longer interview. However, this one's still great, you know, it, it was fantastic to hear about James's uh, his time at Everton, some of his former teammates, uh, that's towards the end of the interview, you'll enjoy that, um, and it was just a, a really a really nice and pleasant 10 minutes, and, and I, I appreciate Wigan Athletic for letting us do this um their training ground was very very hard to find it took me ages to find it in the end um it was tucked away in the middle of nowhere got there had 10 minutes with james before we started training um and, and as i said you know for enjoyed the 10 minutes that i had with him um just a quick one to say uh, i didn't get to read all of your questions out but if you do hear your question read out then get in contact with me and uh, you because you've won a prize okay so i will get that sent out to you um and as always thank you for listening to the grand old team podcast i really do appreciate it um share like subscribe tell your evertonian supporting friends about the podcast and once again here is james vaughan i hope you enjoy this interview Hello, welcome back to the Grand Old Team podcast. Um, I am joined by none other than uh, Mr. James Vaughan. James, thank you for doing this. Much appreciated. Uh, you've got about 10 minutes before training starts, so I don't need to get fined. Uh, how are you? Okay? Yeah, I'm good. Really good, thank you. How's the season going? Going well. Uh, got a couple of big games coming up, so get the training and hopefully it all goes well at the end of the season. Good stuff. Um, so... Obviously, you know, this is for an Everton site, so predominantly most of the questions will be around your time at Everton. Now, when I said that I was coming to speak to you, um, you got a, got a lot of love from Evertonians, to be honest. And I think, uh, you know, one of the things that was referenced to me and one of the things that I remember as a supporter as well is, is um, like your tenacity as a player and the way that you put yourself about. And one of the kind of the accusations that's levelled at the current side is essentially a few of them don't care as much as maybe they should and that was one thing that was you know always apparent with you is you did give 110% do you ever think though that that essentially contributed your playing style contributed to some of the injuries that you got whilst at Everton yeah I think it probably did but you know I wouldn't change it that's that's what I am I still play like that now maybe I've, I've learned how to ride a few tackles a bit better and stuff like that but like I said I wouldn't change it it got me to where I was and you know that's what I am and that's what I'll always be so it was just unfortunate a lot of the time yeah, um, so Dario Terracotta on our forum um, said he was there when you, you sliced your foot up and against Bolton and he was uh, he was a couple of rows back and it put him off his pie. Uh, but I, I, I watched a clip back of that and it was pretty horrific, wasn't it? At the time when that happened, did you did you like really panic and think, what on earth have I done? No, not really. It was just, I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was a cut. So I was like, when they were stretching me off, I was like, just put a bandage on it and carry on it was just a cut to me and then obviously you know you, you find out how, how serious it was afterwards and stuff but no you kind of naive to all that in a sense it was just to me it was just a cut and I was like to Baz the physio 
I'm staying on. It's just a cut, like just strapping up. It's nearly half time or whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll carry on. Fair play, fair play. Um, so obviously, you know, you, you scored your, your first goal for Everton, the uh, youngest Everton's youngest ever goal scorer, which is a decent accolade. That season was 2004-2005 season. What was it about? What, what was it that you can remember about the the squad then? That kind of what, what was it that like galvanised the squad to, to kick on the way they did that season? I think it was just a case of there was no real like due respect. There was no superstars. It was just a group of lads giving everything they got every week for the team and the team spirit was like unbelievable it's probably I say it's probably like the last of the old school footballers that right yeah yeah you know we just all well they mainly I come in at the end but just pulled together and got the results so um who within within the squad was kind of the the biggest influence who had the biggest influence over the squad would you say at that time you know what I mean it it was like I say it was one of them it was you know you can name everyone it was Stubbsy David Weir because there weren't that many of you, was it? It's quite a small squad, small squad that season. Yeah. Well, that's how I got in, really. It was yeah. you know, one injury away from being a kid in, and that was, that was me. So, you know, there was, there was loads. Uh, Tim Cale was there, but he was obviously a lot younger than there was Stubbsy, David Wheel, like I say, Dunn Ferguson. Cars was a big influence in the changing room. Yeah, so yeah. It was just a great set of lads. Just very little management needed from the, from the gaffer and stuff. It was just the lads looked after themselves and then the coaching come from the staff. Talking of the gaffer, do you? I bet you got a lot of time for, for David Moyes then, have you? It was, it was, was he really kind of instrumental to, to galvanising the squad that season? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't think... I think people forget the job he did at Everton. He was fantastic. He got the best out of the squad that, like I say, with all due respect, was probably on paper, nothing compared to the squad that mm. they've got now. But, you know, we were getting some fantastic results and we were one of the best teams in the league. And that's all credit to the manager and his staff and the, the lads he got together and made everyone gel. Yeah, um, as a, as a supporter that that season, some really good memories from that season. Your goal be, being being one of them, you know. I think uh, I was me and you were a, a relatively similar age, and um, I remember thinking like, God, like I'm, you know, just trying to replicate this on Pro Evolution, and you're uh, you're doing it in real life, so that was great. Um, so Doctor ESC on the forum says um, he wants to know what your favourite goal was. I assume it was that first one for Everton. Yeah, it was. I think that was my favourite, but then. I remember I'd been out for a long time and I come back and scored against West Ham and uh, I'd, I'd had a real tough time and I wasn't sure where I was going to play again, you know, with my knees and stuff and come back and got that goal and that was a real special moment for me as well. I think it says quite a lot about you as, as, as a player and probably a person as well, the fact that you've, you've managed to come, overcome so many of these like serious injuries that you've had. What is that? I think it was just, just unfortunate that, like I said, I was young and I was playing a lot and... I just kept getting knocks and I wasn't really probably ready for the style of play I, I I had at the time. I was throwing myself into everything and my body wasn't fully developed and, you know, it just happens. But I needed to do that to get into the team. So it just is what it is. It's one of them things, I suppose. Yeah. Um, OK, so I've got a couple of comments from Instagram as well. Alex Rigby on there asked um, about that penalty uh, against United in the semi-final. Did you ask to take one that day? Yeah, I did. Did and you? The gaffer ignored me about four times. <laughs> but... In the end, I asked and he ignored me. Anyone else want one? No. Anyone else? No. And then I said again, I'll have it. And then Jolie and Lescott said, Gaffer, go on off cinema, he's all right. Yeah. And then Gaffer went, go on, you can have one. And I took it and the rest is issues, he said. I'll tell you what, mate, that, that takes some bottle because, again, a lot of players would probably not want that responsibility, you know? I just felt like it, really confident and that was, was my time, you know. It was another one I'd been out for... That was my first game back for four months, I think. Mm. Another knee injury, so seems like I was injured the whole time I was there. But no, I had some some good times. But yeah, that was a great day for me and the rest of the club. And that's probably 
my favourite day in football still to this day. Yeah, this is a, a really typical fan question, and it's probably hard to, to describe it, but like, what is it like walking up to take a penalty at Wembley? <laughs> at, the, at the time, I didn't really think anything of it. It's just what I was there to do. But, you know, as you get older and you look back and not long ago, I seen the game again and it was like, I was, I was getting a bit nervous watching it. But yeah. I wasn't really nervous at the time. It's just one of them things and thankfully it went in. It was a decent penalty though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I missed a few since to be fair. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that. an important one. So, um, and uh, Ellis Nordoff, I think that's how you say his, his surname. He wants to know who you looked up to as a kid, James. <clears throat> Everton or just in general, who were like your football? I'm not Everton, but who were you? You know your football idols as a kid. I think mainly like as I got old enough to really appreciate football, I, I loved the way Ian Wright played. You know, he was just not, not too dissimilar to myself. I'd like at the start where he, you know he, he loved making tackles. I always remember the one he made with uh, Peter Schmeichel. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd give everything, and obviously he scored goals for fun. He was my main one, and then uh, Thierry Henry. I loved Thierry Henry as well. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Okay, right, I'm going to just finally, because again, we've only got a couple of minutes, and as I said, you know, I don't want you to get fine and get in trouble with the gaffer here. Um, so, uh, thoughts on the on the derby, Everton play Liverpool tomorrow? I know you've, 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 you know, you're concentrating on your own club and stuff, but uh, Everton have got such a poor record against Liverpool recently. Is there any chance that Everton can beat Liverpool tomorrow? I've just been saying to the lads there, I've fancy having to get the Do win. you? Yeah, I don't know why. I'd, I'd, maybe I'm just biased. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, Liverpool obviously probably in great form and yeah. a good team, but I can't bring myself to want them to win, so I'm saying Everton. No, of course. Oh, well, obviously, you know, it'd be it'd be fantastic, but I just I just look at it and I just think, Jesus, we've, you know, how, how good they looked against City as well. Yeah. You, is, 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 that, is that thing of like there might be a bit of mental fatigue, is that an actual thing for, you, for footballers? You know, playing in such a high-intensity game and then having to to drop themselves into another one. Personally, I, I love the games coming thick and th thick and fast. So yeah, I can't speak for everyone else, but for me, I prefer it. I keep keeps me sharp. You train less and you play more. That's better. But everyone's different. I think you know they'll have one eye on the the game in next week against City and you know Everton. It's a massive game, so hopefully we can get the win. Yeah. What What are your brief thoughts on Everton this season? If, if you got like a an explanation in your mind, James, as to how how the club's in the position that it's in, given the summer that they had. For me, just looking in from as a fan, I just think it's the recruitment. I just think yeah. everyone could see what we needed from the summer and we never seemed to get that and got a load of players who play very similar and it never really gelled. But there's some great players there, don't get me wrong, and I don't think it's a million miles away from clicking. It's just it's going to take the right tactics and the right formations to get that sorted. Yeah, all right, cool. I'm going to just quickly run through some players that you played with and you just give us like a, a quick sentence on them. So, um, Tim Cale. <laughs> <laughs> As James just smiled uh, really widely, then I so I described him. No, he's a he's he's a great guy. You know, he's I always say he's probably the luckiest man in the world because everything falls for him. He lands on his feet, but you know what? He, he earns his luck because he works harder than anyone I've ever seen. So mm. fair play to him. Okay, um, Victor Anachibi, a good mate of yours. Yeah, he's still my best mate now. Is he? Yeah, I speak almost every day. So how's he getting on in China? Yeah, he, he's all right. I think Is he? uh, he's missing home probably, but. You know, he's, he's done really well and hopefully he keeps doing well. Good stuff. Um, do you remember Lee Tai much? We never yeah. hear much about Lee Tai. What was he like? He was my first, first person I roomed in Scotland, it was. Was it? Yeah. Come in, he was, no, no joke. Come in, he was doing some like sort of noodle things in the room. I was, was like, he? I'm, I'm getting out of here. I went, I went and sat in Mark Hughes' room, you know. I don't know if you remember Mark Hughes' centre-half. Yeah. 
played the academy with me, so we were all away in Scotland and come in Leeds House. I was like, getting out. But he was a top man. He had a really bad injury that, yeah, that, like hindered him. But he he was a good player as well. Okay, uh, Andy Van der Meijer. Not. <laughs> I bet you've got you've probably got some stories, but they're probably not for publishing, are they? Yeah, well, I'll tell you them off. <laughs> finished All right, good stuff. Uh, Phil Neville. Yeah, great pro. He. You know, he, he really, when he come in, he changed everyone's mentality. You know, he brought that winning mentality with him and the work ethic, didn't let no one off the hook. And, you know, he had a great career and you can see why. Mm. Uh, and then one final one. It's a lovely picture that I saw of you after just after you scored your first goal and he's coming up to give you a hug. Dunk Ferguson. He's just a legend, isn't he? Like, in every sense of the word, he, he was, to me, he's what epitomises Everton Football Club. He's, he's just a great guy. He's so passionate about the club, about football, and you can see why he's a fan's favourite. Good stuff, James. Thank you for your time. Much appreciated. Oh, thanks, mate. Cheers. It's a grand old team to play for. It's a grand old team to support. And it, you know, your history. It's enough to make your heart go full.